Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, December 7th, a day that has lived in infamy. Pearl Harbor Day. Uh, just reading about a uh, 102-year-old survivor at Pearl Harbor. Wow. Yeah. He just got he just got his high school diploma because he um, I guess in like 1939 or something joined the military mm. in high school. I think he lied about his age so he could get in. Hero. Uh, yep. Hero. Amazing. Just uh, incredible stuff. And he was there, huh? Yep. My word. Yep. He was there. He he was fishing bodies out of the water. Mm. A, so uh, yeah, really sad. He said he wasn't scared until everything calmed down. And then, and then he was, you know, like, I could have been killed here. Right. Uh, but apparently, during the heat of it, you didn't, uh, you didn't feel that way. It must have been the adrenaline and whatever else. Greatest generation, man. Yeah, incredible stuff. Incredible people. Uh, 888-900-3393, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Of course, we had the uh, big debate last night. Mm, wasn't that fun? Wasn't it fun? Wasn't it fun? <laughs> that actually was the best debate by far, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Megyn Kelly really kept things. Yeah. And, and you know what it was? It was the questions. It was. It were good questions, finally. Yep. Yeah. Finally got a COVID uh, vaccine question. Too bad uh, Trump wasn't there to talk about it. Would have been nice. Uh, since he was <laughs> he was the guy at the time. Oh, really? Is this yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And that's kind of a new situation that we can't carry over from his last presidency. So uh, just watch his rallies. I'd like bro. to know about it. Just watch his rallies. He'll tell you everything oh, okay. you need to know. All right, really You're good. You don't really? have to worry about debates. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm so over that. I know. Show up, man, please. I know. I wish you would, but that's the last scheduled debate. Actually, yep. That's it so far until Iowa. Certainly, there's not going to be one until probably after Iowa. And who knows? Maybe that was it. I don't Maybe know. That was it. It could be. It could very well be. Could have been it fall. for all time. Well, at least for this cycle. Uh, here's uh, DeSantis on his lackluster polls. Here's what he had to say last night. Is it fair to say, as Senator Tim Scott did when he dropped out, that voters are telling you not no, but not now? So we have a great uh, idea in America that the voters actually make these decisions, not pundits or pollsters. Uh, I'm sick of hearing about these polls because I remember those polls in November of 2022. They said there was going to be a big red wave. It was going to be monumental. Mm -hmm. And that crashed and burned. The one place it didn't crash and burn was in the state of Florida. They weren't predicting uh, that I would win the way I did, and I won the greatest Republican victory in the history of the state of Florida. I'm looking forward to to Iowa and New Hampshire. The voters are going to be able to speak, and we're going to earn this nomination. And here's what we need. Uh, I am sick of Republicans who are not willing to stand up and fight back against what the left is doing to this country. Me too. You've got to be willing to stand strong, and you've got to be willing to beat these people. I'm the only one running for president that has beaten these people on issue after issue. Uh, we beat the teachers' unions when we did school choice. We beat Fauci on COVID. We beat George Soros.
Soros when we removed two of his radical district attorneys. We beat the Democrats on election integrity. Mm. I have delivered results. That's what we need for this country. And you have other candidates up here like Nikki Haley. She caves anytime the left comes after her, anytime the media comes after her. I did a bill in Florida to stop the gender mutilation of minors. It's child abuse and it's wrong. She opposes that bill. She thinks it's fine and the law shouldn't get involved with mm. it. If you're not willing to stand up for the kids, if you're not willing to stand up and say that it is wrong to mutilate these kids, uh, then you're not going to fight for the people back home. I will fight for you and I will mm. win for you. Hmm. Wow. Good stuff. Uh, I thought he won the debate again. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was interesting to, to read all of the uh, uh, liberal papers like uh, Washington Post and MSNBC and everybody else all said Nikki Haley what? and Chris Christie oh, won that debate what? last oh night. Oh my gosh, no. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Hold on. There, there is no universe where Nikki Haley won last night's debate. I don't debate. think so either. I don't it, think it, so. It, there, 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 a case can be made for Vivek, and a, definitely a strong case can be made for DeSantis. Mm-hmm. But, not, not Chris Christie, no. but definitely not Nikki Haley. No, oh I don't think gosh. so either. No, no, no. That's why night. it's amazing. I mean, that it shows their bias. I, Nikki Haley won that debate? No. No, she finished in fourth. N- no. Out of four. Uh, here she is on her bank ties and conservative record. Aren't you too tight with the banks and the billionaires to win over the GOP's working class base, which mostly wants to break the system, not elect someone beholden to it? Well, thank you. It's great to be here. You know, first I'll tell you, um, just to respond to Ron, he continues to lie about my record. I actually said his don't say gay bill didn't go far enough because it only talked about gender until the third grade. And I said it shouldn't be done at all, that that's for parents to talk about. It shouldn't be talked about with schools. In reference to donors coming on board. Look, we will take support from anybody we can take support from, but I have been a conservative fighter all my life. I was a Tea Party candidate when I became governor. We opposed every single corporate bailout we possibly could. We passed tort reform. We passed one of the toughest illegal immigration laws in the country. We passed pro-life bills. We moved an unemployment from 11% to 3%. We took on the unions, and we took on Obama when it came to the unions, the Syrian refugees, and everything in between. And so I've had a fight. And so as much as Ron says that, that's not true. But when it comes to these corporate people that want to suddenly support us, we'll take it. But you can, they don't, I don't ask them what their policies are. They ask me what my policies are. And I tell them what it is. Sometimes they agree with me. Sometimes they don't. Some don't like how tough I am on China. Some don't like the fact that I've signed pro-life bills. Some don't like the fact that I may oppose corporate bailouts. That doesn't matter. That's who I am. And that's why the most concerned conservative grassroots group in the country, Americans for Prosperity, endorsed me last week. Oh, wow. Okay. That's good. Uh, Then she and Ron sparred on the transgender issue. He didn't respond to the criticism. It wasn't about the parents' rights and education bill. It was about prohibiting sex change operations on minors. They do puberty blockers. These are irreversible. Talk to Chloe Cole. She went through this. Now she's an adult. She's warning against it. She may never be able to have kids again. That is what Nikki Haley opposed. She said the law shouldn't get involved in that. And I just ask you, if you're somebody that's going to be the president of the United States and you can't stand up against child abuse, how are you going to 
be able to stand up for anything. That, that is the truth. I we, never have it, said we have it that. on video. I said, I said that if you have to be 18 to get a tattoo, you should have to be 18 to have anything done to change your gender. You said the gender. law should stay out of it. Yes, she did. Yeah, she, she just, I mean, she's reinforced that. She said that more than once. It, it, and, and there were so many times last night where, mm. where she completely ignores her own words that she's yeah. on record saying well, over they, the last several months. They all do that, though. On multiple issues. They're all so slippery. It was slippery. ad nauseum with her last night. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, I thought somewhere in there, I thought, and maybe it's in another clip, I just forgot, but I thought somewhere <laughs> in there she's like, Ron's just mad because uh, all these Wall Street uh, donors are coming to my camp now. It's like, you want to brag about that? Okay, fine. Yeah, good luck with that. Good. Maybe that resonates with people. I don't know. I don't know. But I think I think DeSantis has won every single debate so far. All four of them. I think it's pretty safe to say he's won every debate. Uh, and she, I think like Keith, I think she finished fourth. Or maybe Chris Christie. I don't know. They were tied for third. Well, I he guess. tried to ride to her rescue. So I mean, bad. This is, I, mean, I know he's trying so to be the chivalrous one. I really think it's true that uh, that Vivek has a woman problem. Oh, oh shut oh, up! No, we gotta get to that. Oh man, he addressed that. That's good. Yeah, uh, Ramaswamy was called out for not unifying. Mr. Ramaswamy, for months you campaigned as a unifier. Then you stood up at the first debate and attacked all of your competitors as bought and paid for. The second debate you changed your tune saying, these are good people on this stage, admitting you can come across as a bit of a know-it-all and rejecting the practice of personal insults. By debate number three, you called Nikki Haley corrupt, accused Ron DeSantis of wearing high heels, and told Ambassador Haley she should keep a closer eye on her daughter. Can you see how this has led some to conclude you are not, in fact, a unifier, and to question your authenticity? Uh Megan, I think there's a time and place for everything. We need somebody in the White House who absolutely is going to be a fighter when it counts. And I did say that there were some good people on that stage in that third debate. Doug Bergen was on that stage at that time. And I'll, I'll say that jokingly. Ron DeSantis is a good person, too. That's good stuff. Uh, That's good. He's so smarmy. He's a backhanded compliment. Uh, that's great. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I don't think people like him. Yeah. I, I think most people have a real problem with Vivek Ramaswamy. Mm. And I, you know, I don't know. I, I liked him at first. I like him less probably now. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. He, he does come off a little bit smarmy. Yeah, I mean, uh, but he does have his moments where you're like, oh, yes, Yeah, yes, I know, he that. does. Yes, he does. Yeah. And then many of those moments good were speaker. on display last night. Yeah, he really is a good speaker. And he's got, for the most part, I think, really good policies. Uh, this was Haley, though, on anonymous users on social media. Oh, she never this said is a, that, though. No, didn't she? No, she never oh, said whatever okay. All right. accusation you might have in mind. Mm-hmm. Can you please speak to the, the requirement that you said that every anonymous internet user needs to out themselves? They're both hitting you on it. I would be happy to, and I love all the attention, fellas. Thank you for that. Um, you know, I will... I'll say this, what I said was that social media companies need to show us their algorithms. I also said there are millions of bots on uh-huh. social media right They're now. They're foreign, they're Chinese, they're Iranian. I 
will always fight for freedom of speech for Americans. We really do not yeah. need freedom of speech for Russians and Iranians and Hamas. We That's need social media yeah, companies right. to go That's and fight back on all of these bots that are happening. Yep. That's what I she said. Is. As a mom, as a mom, do I think that social media mm -hmm. would be more civil if we went and had people's names next to that? Yes, I do think that because I think we've got well, too yeah. much cyberbullying. I think we've got child pornography and all of those things. But having said that, I never said government should go and require anyone's name. Oh, he what said, I, I said, want your name. She As president of the United States, her first day in office, yes. she said, one of the first things I'm going to do, I said we were going to get the millions want of your name. She wants That's government she ID to dox every American. That's what she said. You can roll the tape. She said, I want your name. And that was going to be one of the first things she did in one. office. And then she got real serious blowback, and understandably so, because it'd be a right. massive yep. expansion of government. Exactly. We have anonymous speech. The Federalist Papers were written with anonymous writers. Jay, Madison, and Hamilton, they, they mm -hmm. went under pubulus. It's something that's important, right. and especially given how conservatives have been attacked, and, and, and they've lost jobs, and they've been canceled. Yep. You know the regime would use that to weaponize that against our own yep. people. Okay. Okay, it was so, a bad so idea, say, and I she should own up to it. Come on, so what are you doing Governor, this Jersey, cracks me up because Ron is so it. hypocritical because he actually went and tried to push a law that would mm. stop anonymous um, people from talking to the press and went so That's far to true. say bloggers should have to register with the state That's if they're going to talk about, write about elected officials. It was in the, check your newspaper. It was absolutely okay. there. Some okay. I have Senator never Hills said government should no no trample on your constitutional you rights. No, this no. is more dangerous right. than the Democrats. You're lying. This section's over. Hmm. Okay. Why? I, I don't think you decide that. Well, apparently she she does. <laughs> uh, anyway, that, uh, I think. Okay. I, All right. She's so frustrating. She is. Yeah, I don't. It's like, did you not live on that timeline where you said that? Because the clips are still there. And I, it wasn't that long I want ago. The names. I mean, that's a quote. That I was, want the wasn't names. It last week. It was a month ago. Has it been I that long? It seems like it just happened. Day one. I want the names. Ah, oh, man. Should have sent that clip. Back I, it's amazing how every one of them, man, maybe not every one of them, but they they have a tendency to deny all the things that they've said. No, I never said that. Well, yes, you did. You did say that. No, I never said that. What I said was, and then they'll say part of what they said. Uh, it's agonizing because we have the video. We have the audio. It's not 1812. We we have the evidence of your words now. Man, I mean, do they forget that? I mean, especially in the advent of the internet, hmm. everybody's got access to this stuff. Everybody knows what you said. Of course, I guess you have to pay attention to realize uh, who's lying and who's not. But... Uh, I, I hope people are paying attention now because the, the the Iowa caucus is five weeks away. It's coming right up on us. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Um, you need a really good realtor because you need great advice when you're sell, selling your home or, or buying your home. I mean, it's a huge investment. You want to get the most money for your home. You want to get the most home out of your money. And so you need a really good realtor who can help you do all that and find the great neighborhoods, the best school districts. I mean, if you're relocating to a new city that you've never lived in before, you have no idea. That's where your realtor comes in. And these realtors have been vetted by Glenn's team. This is Glenn, Glenn's company. 
and these people, uh, his his people, have made sure that there are only the best realtors in each of these markets. And they're fans of the show. So when you're driving around town with them looking at homes, you'll have things in common. Buying or selling or doing both, we only deal with the best agents. And it's a free service to you. So go to Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say, that the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, all right. We're going to pull up uh, exactly what oh, Nikki Haley said okay. and uh, show you what she said. Because I can't take it. I, just, I, I can't take the denials all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, these are not Democrats. They should, they should at least stand up for what they believe in. And if you believe <laughs> that everybody on the Internet should be named, then by gosh, stand up for it. Yeah. Or don't say it. If you can't stand up for it afterwards, don't say it. Yeah, uh, we got him here. Also, oh, we have him now? Let's play. Let's see what she said. All right, let's let's, what here's said. what she said. Nikki they Haley. need to verify every single person on their outlet because, and I want it by name. Oh, because when what about you, Smug? Does he does he qualify? I, I've provided them with my. Okay, if, if, <laughs> if Smug is on your driver's license, then and look, you can put Smug in parentheses, but I want everybody's name. Mm. I want when everybody's I office, name. The first thing we have to do: social media accounts. Social media yep. companies, they have mm-hmm. to show America their algorithms. Let us see why okay. they're pushing what All they're right. pushing. The second thing is every person on social media should be verified I mean, by their mm, name. But I didn't That's, say that. First of all, I, it's a national just, security threat. Chick. When you do that, all of a sudden people have to stand by what they say. And it, it gets rid of the Russian bots, the you're Iranian bots, and the Chinese bots. You're not standing by what you say. I didn't say And it. then you're going to get some civility when people know their name is next to wow. what they say. Accountability. And they know their pastor and their family mm-hmm. member is going to see it. Uh-huh. It's going to help our kids, and it's going to help our country. I didn't say it. Mm. I can't. With mm. Just go. And on. it's going to shut down freedom on the internet, by the way, uh, too. So don't worry about that, though. That's fine. Freedom. Who needs that, right? If it makes things more comfortable for us, it's worth the loss of freedom. I mean, there's so many things that disqualify her. Just I mean, so many. She has. I mean, no, just the warmongering alone is the, enough the for me. The warmongering, uh, the 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 lack of respect for free speech in America, the wishy-washy nonsense on abortion. On abortion, um, now she's she's good with uh, the genders and chopping off baby or uh, on uh, body parts. Well, the government shouldn't. I mean, that's a Democrat. That's a Democrat out on that issue. No, thank you. Uh, the government shouldn't uh, regulate. That's uh, between a person and their doctor. I thought child is it, abuse was a bad thing. It is. Yeah, it, it is a bad thing. And her voice. Her voice is okay. disqualifying. All right. <laughs> we were trying to stick to issues, but thanks for and that the way she dresses. You got to see Chris. Uh, okay, we got it. Chris Christie attack, uh, going back and forth here with Vivek. If this is the clip I think it is, this is, mm-hmm. this is fun. Let me just say something here. Oh. You know, his reasonable peace deal in Ukraine, he made it clear. Give them all the land they've already stolen. Promise Putin you'll never put Ukraine in Russia. And then trust Putin not to have a relationship with China. Let me tell you something. Oh, tell us That's something. That's no That's reasonable. not my deal. That's that, not my deal. Yes, Chris. it's exactly what I'll, you said. I'll you my do deal this at every debate. I'll just, I'll tell you, you exactly say, what no, I'll no, don't interrupt I'll tell me. I didn't interrupt you. 
Okay? You Tell say this. You, you do this. You do this at every debate. You go out on the stump and you say something. All of us see it on video. We confront you out on the debate stage. You say you didn't say it, and then you back away. And I want to say what? Exactly no, what I, I said, Chris. I'm not I've done. You just well, this is, look, Hold this on. is and no, this not a spirit. You just described Nikki Haley, Chris. This is the fourth debate. The fourth debate that you would be voted in the first 20 minutes as the most obnoxious blowhard in America. So shut up for <laughs> Taking the title from you, fat man. That's what it is. That's what he's jealous of. But you notice he didn't do that. See, see, Chris is reading. Mm -hmm. He's reading the tea leaves. He sees the resurge or the surge here in poll numbers for Nikki Haley. Mm-hmm. And Chris Christie didn't attack Nikki Haley last night, even though what he just said about Vivek no, is, he defended exactly, her. is exactly what Nikki Haley has has been doing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's to a T. And he's like, wait, if I just sit back here mm-hmm. and play it smart, yep. maybe if uh, Trump, you know... I can a, come off as the nice guy. And maybe thing. she'll tap me as the VP. Maybe if I... Because, oh my gosh, I don't know if that clip is on here where he is uh, defending her. Like a knight in shining armor. Oh my gosh, it's just—it uh, was nauseating. I don't like it. see it. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. That's that's disappointing. Yeah, should have that. Uh, DeSantis talked about the border crisis. What? Wait, what? What border crisis? You have pledged to send the military to the southern border on day one of your administration with orders to shoot, quote, stone cold dead anyone Mm -hmm. illegally entering with a backpack that you believe (laughs) contains fentanyl. Critics have called this a shoot first, ask questions later policy that would amount to extrajudicial killing. Mm -hmm. You are a former military lawyer. Why do you think this idea of yours would be legal? The drug cartels are invading our country and they are killing our citizens by the tens of thousands every year. Hundreds Uh, of thousands. We had a situation in Florida. There was an 18-month-old baby that was Mm -hmm. crawling on the floor of an Airbnb rental. There was fentanyl residue on the carpet and the baby died. Is this acceptable in this country? I know the elites in D.C., they don't care. They don't mm. care that fentanyl's ravaging your community. They don't care that illegal aliens are, are ravaging our community and overwhelming our community. The commander-in-chief not only has a right, you have a responsibility to fight back against these people. And does so that mean gonna, shooting first? It means you're going you're gonna to uh, categorize them as foreign terrorist organizations, uh, and we will identify, just like we would anywhere, when I was in Iraq, the, the, the Al-Qaeda wasn't wearing a uniform. You'd see anyone walking down the street, they all had man dresses on. You didn't know if someone had a, a bomb, an IED attached, or not. And so you had to make a judgment based on intelligence, based on positive identification. But we're gonna be able to get the intelligence on these cartel people. And here's the thing, if we had a wall across the southern border, which mm-hmm. I support, mm-hmm. this would not have happened. We need to build a wall across the southern border. I'll yeah. get it done and I'll make for, I'll, Mexico is supposed to pay for it. Remember, here's how you do that. I am gonna have fees on remittances from foreign workers when they send the money back to foreign countries. We're gonna tax it and we're gonna build the wall with that. So yes, yes, you should have had that, but we don't yes. have it. I'm going to build it, but we have to lean in on this problem. I am not going to sit there and allow mothers to lose more kids because of fentanyl overdose. Hmm. I am not going to sit there and let sex trafficking go unabated or Thank human you. trafficking go unabated. There's going to be a new sheriff in town, and these drug cartels better buckle up. Nice. I mean. Good answer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And to, you know, to make Mexico pay for it in that way you're just you're making the illegals pay for it actually 
by taxing them on the remittances they sent back to to Mexico, which is either their number one source of source of revenue in Mexico or number two every year. It's it's either tourism or it's the money sent back from the United States to Mexico. It's something like twenty five or thirty billion dollars. You tax that, it's it's going to be a significant amount of money. And uh, Mexico is not going to want to have that taxed, and so maybe they would participate in putting a stop to the illegals coming across our border. Right now, they don't care about it. They're losing all their poor citizens. It's great for them. It's perfect. I mean, they... They did uh, during Trump's term, right? Because remember, they yep. held him up at the border like, eh, he's going to stay here. Although I, I, I was reminded last night, uh, Chris Lash tweeted out the amount of people that don't remember or know that President Trump pushed for amnesty for illegal aliens and his border security proposal is baffling. Uh, outside of elections and their checkbook, most people don't want to know or care. Anyway, uh, blind spot for Trump, uh, according mm-hmm. to that tweet. But I, I had actually forgotten that as well. So, oh, we do have the uh, Chris Christie defending. So, so to set this up, Vivek, we haven't played this part yet, but Vivek has been um, insulting Nikki Haley's intelligence. There's no other way to say it. Uh, he says that you want to send troops to these regions in Ukraine. You don't even know the names of those regions you want kids to go die in. Um, there was something else that he said about her, like uh, some border issue. I don't know. Anyway, so Chris Christie riding in on his white horse and says, pick me, pick me. I want to be bad your for vice, that horse. Oh, my gosh. President. You imagine? Oof. That's that's, that's like a, a hip fair point. Feel that's bad fair point. for the horse. Uh, a... Can the horse even do it? No. Seriously, I don't think so. No. All right, no. here, here he is. <laughs> I want to say something else. We're now 25 minutes into this debate, Uh-oh. and he has insulted Nikki Haley's basic intelligence. Not her positions, her basic intelligence. She doesn't know regions. She wouldn't be able to find something on a map that his three-year-old could find. Look, if you want to disagree on issues, that's fine. And Nikki and I disagree on some issues. But I'll tell you this, I've known her for 12 years, which is longer than he's even started to vote in a Republican primary. We disagree about some issues, and we disagree about who should be president of the United States. What we don't disagree on is this is a smart, accomplished woman, and you should stop insulting. So I'm going to take this. Uh, Come on. Uh, I mean, why? Why? Because he wants to be would vice you do president. That? Why he, would you do that? He knows Trump's not going to pick him as vice president. He sees she's number two right now, so <sighs> I'm going to hitch my considerably large wagon mm-hmm. to her. <laughs> and, and and by the way, by the way, as all of this back and forth about Nikki Haley was happening last night and the cutaways to her with her looking down like, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm just being picked on is all. And I don't like it. Thanks for sticking up. I'm just looking down and just, okay, stop. Mm. Letting, letting Chris Christie fight her battle for her. Oh, no, no, thank you. And he's, he, is he mansplaining to her? Uh, it seems like a bad thing. Right. Are you mansplaining fatness? What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing there? I don't think... Uh, <laughs> shoot. Uh, you know what? That, that cuts off uh, Vivek there. Um, I think that's where he told uh, Chris Christie to uh, go have a meal. Go have a meal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy jeez.
It was it was fun. I, it, it was perfect. You know what it was? It was it was the perfect combination. That's great. Like like yesterday. Remember how we had all the fun with the Christmas songs, the animal videos, and then we talked about the seriousness of Ukraine and Russia and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. That's what that debate was last night. It had equal parts substance and mm-hmm. comedy. Yeah. I mean, it was... Yeah. It had it all. I thought it was a great thing. Yeah, why don't you walk out the stage and go have a meal? We got to find that clip too. Yeah, that's, we have to have that. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, it was a good. Uh, it was, I thought it was a great debate. Yeah, honestly. it was. It was the best one so far. Uh, Ron DeSantis talking about if both parties share in the blame for inflation. Do Republicans, including President Trump, share the blame for inflation? And what concrete steps would a President DeSantis uh, take to help Americans make ends meet? The borrowing, printing, and spending of money was both parties in Washington, D.C. That's just a fact. These Republicans in Washington have spent, it's driven your prices higher, and it's driven your interest rates to the point where you can't afford. I met a a young fella in Iowa. He had graduated college a couple years ago, and he's like, Governor, I don't have a chance. I'm gainfully employed. He's like, I have no chance to afford a home and start a family. That is taking the American dream away from people. So we're going to get the inflation down. We're going to get the interest rates down. We are going to reduce spending and I will be willing to veto and I vetoed a lot as governor of Florida and we'll do that. We're also going to open up all of our domestic energy for production. Lower your gas prices, lower the price of fuel. That's going to help the economy. It also help jobs and we'll do it. That's where the other ones jump in and say, in Florida, you don't want to frack. In Florida, you stop fracking. You're not for fracking in Florida. And what we did discover though on that was that Floridians are not for fracking in Florida. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's something about Florida that makes it unique. They don't want it. And the, high, the high water table. It's a high water right. table. And, and, um, so, I mean, that's that, that, that's what Florida has decided. Sure. Um, and, and that's one thing I give credit for Nikki Haley on mm-hmm. in all these debates. She continually reminds everyone that, yeah, Republicans have rubber stamped this spending too yeah you know they're not yeah, blameless the only true. blameless republican is that. thomas massey when it comes to spending money on congress maybe Rand paul hmm maybe maybe all right triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three more pack grand leash coming up pat gray unleashed some tweets here. Holy Smoke 1776 tweets that Nikki Haley's smirk tells you all you need to know. A wolf in sheep's clothing. Squatching Duck, just the fact that she called it the don't say gay bill mm-hmm. rules her out completely for me. Yep. Ah, that's a good point. Jeez, I hate that. Uh, John Kerry's windbreaker. <laughs> I'm all for parents' rights until it comes to mutilating kids. Mm-hmm. From uh, Nikki Haley, of course. Uh, Court Jester. Who cares who won the debate? Nobody won anything. The only thing available to win here is second place. It's all irrelevant. Second place doesn't count in this. Hmm. Hmm. That's just ceding it to Trump right now, I guess. Uh, Pat Head T. Don't forget that it was Nikki Haley that said Disney would be welcome in South Carolina when DeSantis was fighting with Disney's gender identity crap. Remember that? Yes, sir, I do. Frank Johnson's alter ego, if your government enacts policies that would cause free speech to be stifled for fear of retribution, you might have tyrannical government. 
Mm. Yeah. Uh, all right. So back to the debate last night uh, and this moment that Keith has brought up a couple of times. This is good stuff. It's good eating. If you will. It, it is. Vivek to Chris Christie. First of all, Chris Christie also doesn't know what provinces in eastern Ukraine he actually wants us to fight for. Chris, your version of foreign policy experience was closing a bridge from New Jersey to New York. So do everybody a favor. Just walk yourself off that stage, enjoy a nice meal, and get the hell out of this race. (laughs) Go have a nice meal. It's good stuff. That's not how I remember it. The unfortunate part of that is now he's going to face the question. Are you saying that Chris Christie is fat? And as long as he handles it like Matt Gates did, it'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Wait, no, yes. I thought he might be hungry. Well, what about the people who are offended by it? Let him be offended. Uh, what about Chris Christie be offended? Let him be offended. He's a big boy. <laughs> Walk yourself can, off the stage. Boy, and go have a nice <laughs> meal. Which, by the way, the side angles, every uh, time every we go time. to... Big boy. Big boy. Bad. Oh, it's bad, yeah. It's they should not bad. have had that shot for him. No, <laughs> and that's the only shot for him every time they go to him. Yep. Yeah. It's like that side... You're talking about the wide angle? Yes. Yeah. You need to, you need to have the backup uh, beeping going on. Beep. 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 Going on there. Beep. Yeah, and I'm, by the way, I'm telling you, though. Look out. Wide load coming back. Wide load. If somehow we were to end up with a Haley Christie presidency. You'd love it? Oh. Would you love it? You get ready for perpetual wars. You're oh, gonna my have, gosh. You're going to have our, our boys and girls oh, in Ukraine, Israel, yep. Taiwan, probably Nova Scotia. I mean, they'll find a war. Yep. I mean, that's what they're going to do their entire time in office. And wars, they can. But man, those two would love to fight them. Boy. They'd love to continually, perpetually fight them. I mean, be good for Raytheon. Gross. Be really good for Raytheon. Uh, and I wonder how much money each are getting from Raytheon. And Boeing. Is she and still Boeing. The, that, that was brought up last night. Is she still on their mm. board or something? I don't know. I, oh, was she on Boeing's yeah, board? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it's... Jeez. Hmm. All right. Well, um... Kind of fun, right? You know, it's fun. Yeah. Ah, that's good. But, I mean, like the tweet said, they're all going for second place, right? It does seem that way. Uh, We'll see, right? I was just reading a thing where Trump is, on average, ahead by 47 points. 47 points. Mm -hmm. How is that possible? (laughs) I know. How is it possible? My gosh. See how this plays out? When you have... I mean, did I like the Trump presidency? Yeah, I did. I, For the most part, I thought he did a really good job. But you've got right now somebody who should be challenging him, I think. I think Ron DeSantis is capable of challenging Donald Trump for the, for the nomination. I, I think he's worth looking at just based on what he's done in Florida. And again, as he proclaims every time, and he should... He won that race that he just had last November uh, by 20 points. 20 points. That's never been done in the state of Florida before. Florida has never been a super, super red state like that. I mean, you remember how close it was between Bush and Gore? My gosh. It was, we were down to the last 500 votes and it had to go to the Supreme Court to decide it. And then Ron DeSantis comes in. You know, years later, yes. 
but wins it by 20 points? In a state, by the way, where their voting system that was exposed <clears throat> in 2000 was fixed by the time yeah. we get to today. So it's yeah. going to be interesting. I mean, these are polls, right? And and that's the one thing I actually do like about the Iowa caucus. It's like you have to get into a room and mm-hmm. defend your position yeah and i like that get too swayed. i like that too. you either sway people you get swayed that is the one good thing about caucuses so we'll they're different happens. than a primary yep. and and there's some good differences there uh but speaking of desantis uh here he is talking about europe committing suicide it's not just or it's not just terrorism though that's important but look what's happened in europe You have more anti-Semitism in Germany than at any time since Adolf Hitler. Why? Because they imported mass numbers of people who reject their culture. Europe is committing suicide with the mass migration, and it's illegal and legal. Uh, Nikki Haley said the other day there should be no limits on on legal immigration and that corporate CEOs should set the policy on that. There needs to be limits on immigration, and we should not be importing people from cultures that are hostile. So, for example, I said with the Gaza, you had some of the the, the squad wanted to import 300,000 people from the Gaza Strip. I said, no, we're not taking anyone from Gaza because of the anti-Semitism and because they reject American culture. So we've got to get smart about this. We cannot let the United States be like Europe. Thank you. Thank you. That should be a consideration. We don't just take refugees just because we're nice people. We should have the consideration of what are they going to bring here? Do they even appreciate it? Do they like us? Or do they mean us harm once they get here? You know how much they hate us? It's like uh, they just did a poll. They've done several of them in the Gaza Strip. One of them was 98% disapproval of the United States of America. 98, I think it was 98.2%. There was 1.8% who didn't necessarily approve of America. They were just neutral. (laughs) 98.2%? And you're going to start bringing hundreds of thousands of people from there to our nation? Uh, No. No. That's asinine. It's, like you said, it's national suicide. Uh, then we had uh, Chris Christie. He's the attack dog against Donald Trump. Now, he's decided that's the that's the tack that he's going to take, and I can't see it working for him, but uh, he Been keeps doing it. hamburgers, too. <laughs> Sorry. Here he is. The question was very direct. Is he fit to be president or isn't he? Donald Trump. The rest of the speech is interesting, but completely non-responsive. And if we were in a courtroom, they'd strike the answer and say, Governor DeSantis. No, they you're wouldn't. A smart, they would say that you're a they, smart they would man. Argue that the, no, they would. No, they would They would Chris. strike the answer no, they because you're not answering you it. Just is he don't fit? Like, you is have he fit? Your, you have no. your thing. Is he you fit or isn't he? Thing. No, I don't have my thing. We don't. He's the thing. Is we he do fit or isn't he? Do you're talking about him being 80 years old. It doesn't mean that somebody is is he fit? Elected. That's Ron, the people that is he fit? Ron, 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 is he fit?
Finish. <laughs> Look, father time is undefeated. I don't know how he would score on a, on a test, but I know this. We have an opportunity to nominate someone and elect someone for two terms who's going to be spitting nails on day one and for eight years so deliver you, you big results. We should think. not nominate somebody he won't who's, answer. It, who's, who's almost 80 years old. Okay. He's afraid to answer. No, I'm not. He's, no, you have to. No. Either, either you're afraid or you're not listening. No, it's not. There's a simple you don't, you question. Don't want to hear is he fit? Is he fit? Hey, 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 no, hey, no, hey, no, 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 no one can hear you. They can't hear you. Wow. Yeah, and, I mean, and, and he didn't. It's irrelevant to him. Yeah, it's he, irrelevant. What he's saying is it doesn't matter whether Donald Trump... It's not for me to decide. I don't want him to win. I want to win, and I'm 45 years old, is what he's saying, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, but the question was, is he fit or unfit? And, and DeSantis didn't point-blank answer it. I put a <clears> poll out yesterday uh, during this debate when that question came up. Uh, mm -hmm. Donald Trump, fit to be president, unfit to be president. 61 to 39 say he's fit to be president on my unscientific poll among this audience. Okay. So, mm -hmm. so there you go. There you have it. I can tell you. I mean, I can tell I, you. Everybody on that stage, Donald Trump included, are more fit than the 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 shell of a human being we have oh, in the Oval Office right now. Anything no would be an upgrade. There. Hell, I mean, this this stain over here at the door would be an upgrade. Yeah. Oh yeah. Joe Biden. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it doesn't do much anymore. It yeah. used to move a little bit, but now it's kind no, of no. It's just kind of there. It's there. It won't go away, but it doesn't. It doesn't continue to grow. Very similar to to. <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> oh yeah, don't don't look at that stain. See this stain down here? Mm -hmm. That's a new one this morning. I dumped my water. That's not oh. the stain. Oh, okay. So yeah. that one's gonna dry. Maybe out. these two could be a tandem. <clears throat> Better than Joe. Well, the problem is with Trump. <laughs> he won't come and prove it. I know, right? He that won't is insane. come and prove it, it at these debates. Get in there. So it, it's unfortunate. It's, it's really <sighs> it's, unfortunate. It's frustrating. It really is, man. Yeah. Uh, Christy on kids, transgender surgeries. Here's what he had to say about it. How is it that you think a parent should be able to okay these surgeries, never mind the sterilization of a child? And aren't you way too out of step on this issue to be the Republican nominee? Yes. No, I'm not. Because, no, I'm not. I, because Republicans believe in less government, not more. In less involvement with government, not more in government no. involvement in people's mm, lives. And it. you know what, Megan? Are you kidding me? I trust parents. And we're out there saying that we should empower parents in education. We should empower parents to make more decisions about where their kids go to school. I agree. We should empower mm. parents to be teaching the values that they believe in in their homes without the government telling them what those values should be. Hmm. And yet we want to take other parental rights away. I'm sorry. As a father of four, I believe there is no one who loves my children more than me. There's no one who loves my children more than my wife. There's no one who cares more about their success and health in life than we do. Okay. Oh, wow, that yeah, was powerful. I, I didn't think. Is that, that where he came up and said uh, that parents don't have the right yeah, to abuse their kids? Yeah, DeSantis says, as a parent, you do not have a right to abuse your kid. I thought that was the quote of the night, especially as it applies to this gender stuff. Yeah. That's your answer, not government stuff. Right, All right. He's hiding behind that. The mm -hmm. uh, talked about uh, January 6th as an inside job. I think the real enemy is not Donald Trump. 
It's not even Joe Biden. It is the deep state that at least Donald Trump attempted to take on. And if you want somebody who's going to speak truth to power, then vote for somebody who's going to speak the truth to you. Why am I the only person on the stage, at least, who can say that January 6th now does look like it was an inside job? That the government lied to us for 20 years about Saudi Arabia's involvement in 9-11. That the great replacement theory is not some grand right-wing conspiracy theory, but a basic statement of the Democratic Party's platform. Mm -hmm. That the 2020 election was indeed stolen by big tech. That the 2016 election, the one that Trump won for sure, was also one that was stolen from him by the national security establishment that actually put up the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that they knew was false. There's a reason why I'm the only person on the stage who can say these things. That's what it's going to take, not people who were licking his boots one time and now Monday morning quarterbacking and criticizing him when it's convenient. Oh, wow. That's good stuff. I mean, that's I mean, his angle is to be Trump. That's why he got into the mm-hmm. race. I mean, I mean, he's even said he's in this race to stop DeSantis. So Vivek is playing to be Trump's number two guy. Now you mm-hmm. got Christie playing to be Haley's number two guy. I mean, mm-hmm. they're all playing the game, and it ain't it ain't about communicating with us. And Nikki Haley's not gonna pick Chris Christie if she wins. If she won the nomination, you think she'd go with Chris Christie as vice president? He brings nothing to the table. <sighs> Except, you know, enough girth to break the table. That's it. Yeah. That's all he brings. Yeah, yeah. He, he goes to the table. He doesn't bring <laughs> right. things to it. No. He goes there to sit in some steel reinforced chair and eat. That's what that's what he does. So then Vivek <laughs> Vivek talked about identity politics and uh, and Nikki Haley being corrupt. We were just talking about the trans issue. This is a symptom of a deeper cancer in American life. Identity politics. This new religion that says your race, your gender, and your sexuality are your identity. It is anti-American. It is meritocratic. It's anti-meritocratic. And it is dividing this country to a breaking point. And I've spoken about this to the left. My books are all about this. I've preached this to the left, but it's even worse when Republicans try to play the same game. We're talking about that trans issue. And Nikki Haley's campaign launch video sounded like a woke Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light ad talking about how she would kick in heels. At the first debate, she said that only a woman can get this job done. That's what she said. After the third debate, when I criticized Ronna McDaniel after five failed years of leadership of this party and criticized Nikki for her corrupt foreign dealings as a military contractor, she said that I have a woman problem. Mm-hmm. Nikki, I don't have a woman problem. You have a corruption problem. And yeah. I think that that's what people need to know. Nikki is corrupt. <laughs> this is a woman who will send your kids to die so she can buy a bigger house. This is the problem. Oh, Using identity politics oh, wow. more effectively than wow. Kamala Harris is a form of intellectual fraud. And it actually needs to end. There's our donor yeah. puppet masters wielding their puppet right up here tonight. This is how this game is played. The puppet masters put up their puppet and i reject the use of identity politics in this party it has been a cancer coming from the left and i'm sick and tired of the double standards the people of this country are too having two x chromosomes does not immunize you from criticism (laughs) that's good stuff i mean that's that's really good stuff and i don't like props but that that one's grown on me in the last 12 hours (laughs) he's so smooth too He he just delivers everything okay. so well. By the way, I went to bed with 20 minutes left in that debate last night. I was going to finish it on the drive-in, listening, uh-huh. of course. Uh-huh. And uh, I woke up to so many mentions of y'all sending me this clip. Thank you very much. <laughs> this is uh, who's your who, who, which which president uh, do you admire 
in history. And yeah. and so uh, here's here's DeSantis. Ron DeSantis on which who, who does he is uh, Reagan, Washington, Lincoln, excellent. Uh, one of the guys I'll take inspiration from is Calvin Coolidge. Oh, wow. People don't talk about him a lot. He's one of the few presidents that got almost everything right. He right. understood it's the true. proper role of the federal government under yes. the Constitution. Wow. We need to restore the U.S. Constitution as the centerpiece of our national life. And that requires a president wow. who understands the original understanding of the Constitution, who has a good sense of the Bill of Rights, and who knows how we've gone off track with this massive fourth branch of government, uh, this administrative state which is imposing its will on us and is being weaponized against us. So Silent Cal knew the proper role of the federal government. The country mm-hmm. was in great shape when, when he was mm-hmm. president of the United States. And we can earn, earn, learn a awful lot from Calvin Coolidge. Jeez. Woo. Wow. I like it. That's really good. That's really good. I mean, who's the other one who ever even mentioned Calvin Coolidge. Oh, that's right. Ronald Reagan, his favorite president. More coming up in a minute here. Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. So it's already December 7th. Pearl Harbor Day, of course. Day that has lived in infamy. You got all your uh, Christmas decorations up? I was kind of late this year. I just finally got my stuff up that I'm responsible for in the house. Got it up yesterday. Hmm. Oh. Oh. You? Uh, I mean, I, I, I... You've had yours up for a while? Since, uh... November 3rd, Pat. November, November 3rd? Yeah. I always oh, do it wow. the Friday after Halloween. Okay. So the yard has been very festive. Nice. Good. Okay. The yard has been very festive. That's great. The inside. I don't know. Jackie and I have just behind. done it so many times. We're just like, eh. Uh, we're little, we just have to kind of force ourselves yeah, into it now. Yeah, yeah. Whereas before I used to, and then yesterday I noticed it's not the same because when I put up the decorations, I always play my, my Christmas tunes on Spotify. All right. And uh, have a big old nasty cup of eggnog, <laughs> delicious eggnog, which I can't do now. Oh no! Not a drop. Well, I, I could have a drop. A drop. A drop. But do you know there's like there's something like thirty five carbs in half a cup of eggnog. <laughs> so you have That's, a dropper sitting geez. there by the fireplace. Yes, and, and like, I oh, could do. Oh, there's my drop. <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably 15 carbs right there. Oh, that was filling. Uh, so just a weird kind of different sort of feel to it. But uh, but hopefully you got... And I noticed a lot of people did it really early this year. In my neighborhood, we had people right after Halloween. All their Christmas lights are on. You know, and some of them really went all out this year. Really, it's... I mean, it looks great. Looks great, but a little pricey. Little, little bit of nice electric bill. A little pricey. <laughs> uh, it's more than the electric bill, though. Is the oh yeah people putting it up for you, Bill, and the lights that they charge you for, and then they take them down and they charge you for that, and it's no, quite, no, quite See, expensive. You got to be Clark Griswold and get yeah, up there and do, do it, it yourself. yourself. Come do on it now. yourself. I mean, right? The, the, I, and so tasteful, Clark Griswold's uh, yeah. uh, lighting was so tasteful. And make sure you fall off the ladder at least once on November 3rd. <laughs> <clears throat> what? Did you? No. Oh, okay. Uh, almost, though. Good. <laughs> Very close. 
Uh, all right, let me take a minute and tell you about the Jace case because right now we're in the midst of supply chain problems with our antibiotics, with their drugs. I think there's 135 or 140 drugs that are tough to get right now. I mean, it's really, that's crazy in the United States of America. It's not like this is something you have to imagine. It's happening now. So you don't want to be caught unaware. If you get some kind of sinus infection or, you know, a urinary tract infection or whatever you might get, you need antibiotics. So this is coming handy for you. Um, plus, if you're just out of town and you're not near your doctor or your pharmacy or, you know, you get something all the time and you know what it is and you know how to knock it out with antibiotics, the Jace case from Jace Medical is a great way to go. Be prepared. Take care of it right now. Be prepared for the worst. It's a pack of five different courses of antibiotics that you can use to treat all kinds of different bacterial illnesses. It's the Jace case. J-A-S-E medical.com. Don't get caught unprepared. Enter the promo code PAT at checkout and save big. That's promo code PAT at J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. I noticed that uh, apart from the debate last night, and apart from... The theory that it's Democrats who want Trump to win. I think that is true for some of them. Uh, But there's another part of the media that is freaking out about the prospect of Donald Trump. And they're trying to, they're fear mongering right now. Like uh, last Thursday, the Washington Post published a, a story headlined, There is a clear path to dictatorship in the United States. And it is getting shorter every day. A Trump dictatorship is increasingly inevitable. We should stop pretending. What? On Sunday, Liz Cheney uh, said the U.S. is, quote, sleepwalking into dictatorship, unquote, with the possibility of a Trump victory. This dictatorship thing is, it's, it's impossible in this country. Uh... We had The Atlantic on Monday released a special issue. If Trump wins, devoted entirely to articles warning of the Trump uh, threat that he allegedly poses to various areas of American life and government. Also on Monday, the New York Times published a top-of-the-homepage story headlined, Why a Second Trump Presidency May Be More Radical Than His First. <laughs> Maybe. I mean... What evidence is there that he's he was joking when he's when he asked? I, I think he said in the town hall meeting the other night, right? Only on day one or whatever they asked one. him about a, a dictatorship. Yeah, what were the two things he said? The seal the border and drill, baby, drill. Yeah, that's his thing. I mean, you can't just set up a dictatorship in the United States because you want to. Well, have you seen the Joe Biden? Well, presidents? yes, I have. I I mean, and look at him ignoring. The United States Supreme Court. Do you know they just again approved more student loan debt forgiveness? Five billion more, which brings the total now to 132 billion since the Supreme Court said, no, you can't do that. And they're doing it anyway to the tune of 132 billion. So I I retract part of my statement. (laughs) It's happening right now. Jeez. Oh, what a nightmare. Oh, there was something else. Uh, Justice Roberts has made his ruling. Now let him enforce it. (laughs) 
Yeah. Sounds like Andrew Jackson. Doesn't it, though? With uh, with the Indian problem. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, the Native American problem, Thank but that's you, not what they sir. called it then. That's not what they called it then. The Get this, too, as long as we're on dictatorships. The Biden administration just determined they can seize drug patents if they want to. Wait, what? <laughs> they already own them, right? <laughs> but these are... Yeah. This isn't the Pfizer thing. Mm-mm. This is separate. Because... Uh, it could open the door to more aggressive federal campaigns to slash drug prices. What they want to do is seize the patent and then charge people less. Well, I, I mean, I don't think there's a person alive who wants to pay more for drugs. But you can't, the government can't seize companies' patents and then just take control of the price. That is a dictatorship. The determination was described by three people familiar with the matter. They say it represents the culmination of a nearly nine-month review of the government's so-called march-in rights. The march-in rights. We're just going to march in and take over. Progressives have long insisted that those rights empower the administration to break the patents of pricey drugs that were developed with public funds in an effort to create more competition and lower prices. My gosh. This is just despicable every what day. they're doing. Every day. In it a, is despicable. Yep. Every day in New America is worse than the day before. It it really is. I mean, you know that if you listen to the show. <laughs> it really is. And I love this story, too. And you know by saying that, it's the opposite. <laughs> uh, federal, a federal court is trying to decide now. I wonder what you should do on this if the FBI's civil asset seizure in Los Angeles. We've talked about it many times. They're trying to figure out if it was legal. Wait, okay, so <laughs> a they they got a, a warrant. They went in and they were supposed to just look at the one company. Instead, what they did was they got into every single Safe deposit box, 1,400 of them, 1,400 safe deposit boxes in Los Angeles were seized in Beverly Hills. And uh, even though the judge said you can't take anything belonging to private individuals, they did it anyway. The agents were tasked to catalog the contents of the boxes, but they also seized piles of gold coins, luxury watches, family heirlooms, and stacks and stacks of cash from people who had not been charged with any crime. The only, the only crime was they had their valuables in these safe deposit boxes. How dare they? What are you people, rich or something? That's illegal in America. You can't be rich in the United States of America. Not where the FBI is concerned. Yeah, and, and we actually might have a, a ruling. Uh, maybe we'll get to it mm. later, or, or maybe in overtime. Uh, I gave you some hope on the uh, on the um, on that front on the civil asset civil forfeiture? asset forfeiture front. Okay, m- might uh, might make you smile. Might I give hope you so. some hope. Well, the North, Ninth Court, Ninth uh, Circuit Court of Appeals is going to be asked about this uh, smash and grab scheme where they just stole. I mean, they literally stole eighty-six million dollars. Some said it was over a hundred million. Mm, I wouldn't be surprised, but it was it was a lot 
of money and, and property that they just took. They just took it. So I hope you do have good news because uh, we need it. My gosh, that's, it's just unbelievable what's going on. I mean, there was some good news yesterday in uh, the Capitol, right? Uh, we had a we had a, a retirement announce a quick a resignation. <laughs> Is that good? Do you say. think? Yeah, we're down to Get two on. now. We're yeah. d- the we the Republicans are down to a majority of two. Mm-hmm. So please don't anybody get sick or die, please. Yeah, I mean, this guy didn't even give us a two weeks notice. No, I mean, it, Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. Well, let's share what he said back okay. in September. Uh, yeah, okay, fair. When, fair. Okay. when he was Speaker of the House. Okay. Here's what he said. Speaker of the House, September. I mean, your question is, just give up and quit. I'm the wrong guy to ask that question to. I never quit. Never quit. He I'm never quits, man. He never quits. some quit. members sitting not working in my conference. For... I'm working for this country, oh. and I'm never going to give up on the American people. Okay. I'm going to work every day. And you know what? What? If I come up short okay. today, mm-hmm. I'm going to work harder tomorrow. Oh, That's I what I do. That's what he does. That's what he does. Can you at least finish your term that you were elected? Uh, nope. Okay. Uh-uh. That's what I do until next week, and then I, I'm quitting. For real? <laughs> Uh, He quit yesterday. Uh, He said, I'm done at the end of the year. Well, the session ends (laughs) next next week. week. All right. See you. So bye-bye. And uh, that brings us down to a majority of two. Oh, man. All right. Well, he's he's not quitting, though, Keith. He's going to work for the American people in a different way. Cha-ching. What he wants to do is recruit people to run for Congress. Oh, okay. So that'll be great. You do that. Now, do we know how Patrick McHenry reacted to this? Because he was really upset when he left the speakership. Remember? Chair declares the House in recess, Uh subject to the call of the chair. Uh Ow. He is getting a lot of use out of that. Maybe he's just really pissed off about that bow tie and the choice he made that day to wear it. He's leaving too, by the way. But that's that's right. That's not until the end of next year, I think. My gosh. Yeah. What is happening here? I don't know. But I I thought that was pretty cool and and Mm -hmm. pretty classy when Mitch McConnell paid tribute yesterday on the Senate Oh, good. The turtle paid tribute to Kevin McCarthy? The turtle paid tribute to Kevin McCarthy. McCarthy took office. With a commitment to America. Not only that, but when I needed him the most, he was able to flip me upright. Flipped him upright. Sometimes I retract into my shell in order to avoid some of the drama that we've seen recently, but McCarthy was able to get my head unstuck All right. from that position. I say, okay. Uh, Together we were able to cross the finish line, albeit slowly. very slowly. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. That, I felt that coming on. Ha ha ha! Who did that? That's I don't really know, but that's it was funny. Epic, and, I and obviously it. done with AI to make him say that, right? Uh, uh, sure. I don't know. That I mean, that's amazing. Oh, oh, his voice. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you just put the turtle shell good on stuff. him. Good stuff. Really <laughs> awesome <laughs> so stuff. Good. I love it. The internet's a fun place <laughs> sometimes. You know it, what? Sometimes it is. <clears throat> yep. Sometimes uh-oh, it uh-oh. is. Here's a place that's not fun, Pat. Oh my. What are we going to talk about? The border between uh, Arizona and New Mexico. Or Arizona and Mexico, right? Not New Mexico. Mm-hmm. That border, that border is secure. I mean, you don't even know it when you cross you it. Don't, you don't, like, and I? you don't care. What? But it's overrun every day, <laughs> every day. Here's yes, a report sir. from uh, the border, illustrating just how bad it is. Uh-huh. This is fun. <laughs> 
No, it's not stopping, Dana. The numbers are actually getting even worse. What? Multiple CBP sources telling me this morning in the last 24 hours, Border Patrol alone has made more than 10,000 apprehensions of illegal immigrants. That does not so? even include CBP ports of entry. And you can see the situation here in Lukeville behind us. We got well over 800 people What's waiting in line here after yeah. they crossed illegally <laughs> overnight, waiting to be apprehended by Border Patrol. Once overnight. again, it's like deja vu from it's yesterday. You can tickets. see these guys are coming just, in yeah. from all over the world. A lot of African men, mostly oh. single right. adult men here. Some <laughs> yeah. of them were setting campfires Military overnight age. in the cold, camping huh. out here, waiting to get taken okay. into custody by Border Patrol. Good. But CBP uh, sources telling me uh -huh. in the last 24 hours in this Tucson, problem, Arizona sector, there were almost 2,900 apprehensions and the Border Patrol facilities out here are currently running 200% of their capacity. That is why there are so many people out here waiting to be taken into custody by Border Patrol. Now, Arizona has a Democrat governor. Her name is Katie Hobbs. She has yeah. not yet sent any oh. state resources oh, down here. No Arizona we'll troopers, no Arizona National Guard. <laughs> That's unlike what we've seen in the state of hmm. Texas with Governor Greg yeah. Abbott. Well, Governor Hobbs uh -oh. is calling for more federal action federal. when it comes to helping in Arizona. Take a listen. We need the federal government to act and provide more resources, and we've She's been good. very clear about that. There's a lot more they could be doing, yeah. both the Biden administration, um, and again, uh, I, it's I know your job this is as governor beating the drum that state. we've been beating for decades, the but we need comprehensive immigration reform you to really to, thoroughly address this issue. Oh, she's the worst. Oh, she's How hideous. How you Arizona? You like that? Look at the lines. Eight, overnight, 800 people all lined up waiting to be processed by Border Patrol. <laughs> They're like, hey, I thought this was the line for Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> See or no? Uh, wow. No. <laughs> okay, so you know that uh, Mike Johnson is saying, hey, we're not giving mm. you Ukraine funding until we lock down the border. Right. You fix the border, then we'll talk about Ukraine. You've mm. got to see this clip on Stenny, from Stenny Hoyer yesterday on that issue. Ukraine uh, needs resources now. Now. Not tomorrow, not the next okay. day, but right now. And it is unconscionable uh, <laughs> to... Uh, Couple that with uh, if we don't do the border, uh, which we haven't been able to do, frankly, for 13 years. Yeah, uh, yeah. So let's just bill passed let it the go. Senate in 2013, and nothing has happened worry about it. since then. It's a very Unreal. tough issue. We ought to do something on the border. <laughs> but we ought not to make Ukrainian assistance contingent upon that. <laughs> We're not no, because no, that's more important than our own border. <laughs> right? Did he just admit? <laughs> Admitted that has been a problem yeah. for years, but I will well, get to and it. And it goes way beyond 13 years. He's yeah. talking about the last time they even passed anything yeah. on it. Yep. Well, does that mean we should continue not to do anything about it? That's exactly the point. They're trying to finally mm -hmm. make it happen now because the problem is so severe. Look at what's going on. You can see it with your own eyes. 800 people, most of them from Africa. We don't know who these people are. We, why are they here? Wait, you came clear from Africa to cross the southern border illegally? Wow. Huh. Wonder what your intention is. Don't worry about that. They just want a better life. That's all. <laughs> That's all. Mm -hmm. It's not a problem. Jeez. <sighs> Meanwhile, Russian leader Vladimir Putin, maybe you should get to this after the break. Yeah, we'll do it after the break. Because I got to tell you about uh, this spiritual battle we're fighting right now, and Preborn is on the front lines of it. You know that uh, the evil of abortion uh, affects us every single day? Well, Preborn's efforts, because they're right there on the front lines with these clinics to help women and their babies, 
Uh, they save about 200 of these babies every single day. But they need your help to do this. And right now, there's matching funds going on. So if you can donate up to, I think it's up to $5,000, your donation will be matched. It's really great. I mean, really incredible. Matching funds, but maybe you can only do 28 That's $28 will buy a woman an ultrasound. Plus, that will be matched. So you'll get two ultrasounds out of your donation. To donate securely, dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. Or just go to preborn.com slash pat. That's preborn.com slash pat. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Feliz Navidad feel because we've got uh, queso this morning. <laughs> queso sure and chips. I guess they had quite a quite a feast last night during the the, the big debate. Oh, that's cool. Show. Which, uh, I don't remember being invited to have some food. Huh. Well, me either. Yeah, that's I why I invited that. you this morning. I was like, hey, let's have some queso yeah, thank you. and steak and chicken. <laughs> and- thank you. But at least the Christmas party is tonight. Oh, that's right. That's right. I love how it's on a weeknight. Yeah, at seven thirty <laughs> till ten thirty. So, but yeah. some of us have to you know, uh-huh. be here at four a.m. And but... it's in Deep Ellum, which is you know <sighs> basically beyond downtown Dallas. So <sighs> it's, it's a hike. So you guys also had a problem with the location too? <laughs> yes. Yes, I, I don't did. think I'm going to be there. <laughs> thanks, really? Thanks for inviting us, though. Uh, Appreciate we're gonna be, that. We're going to be partying until the cows come home. Of course, the cows come home fairly early. About five o'clock in the afternoon, they come home. <laughs> so I don't know where well, that. Well, hold on, hold on. I didn't know this fun fact. Cows uh-huh. have bankers' hours. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, they they're about nine to five. Yeah, <laughs> with an so hour for see, lunch. So hold on, if you see a cow uh, in a field mm-hmm. after five o'clock, it's working overtime. Right. Yes. Yes. Being it's done more than it usually does that day. Chickens so come home. Just know that at sunset they come home to roost at sunset. Sunset. Okay. Before the street lights come on, though? Yep. Because that's when I had to be home. Um, all right. Let me tell you also about uh, our Christmas boxes, which I, I don't even know if we have any left. You can check the website oh, wow. at kexi.com, K-E-K-S-I. So delicious. These cookies, don't miss out on it. Got the Boston cream pie in that box. Got the, uh, the uh, cinnamon roll cookie, which is one of our most popular ever. And once you bite into it, you'll understand why. And we've got the big sweepstakes promotion for Christmas. Five golden tickets, each with their own prize. The grand prize winner gets a free trip for two to Hawaii, four days, three nights. Going to be great. Uh, Then there's going to be four other winners, too, that get specialty boxes of cookies and a $100 gift card. Check the website for all the details because there's, you know, rules and regulations that apply because of lottery uh, considerations. Oh, fun. Heaven forbid any company do a lottery. That's the purview only of the government. (laughs) Thank you. Only they can do legal lotteries. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So stupid. You just remember that. The next time there's a Super Bowl bet between two mayors, you're not allowed to play poker in your town. But anyway. Yeah, right. <clears throat> but kexi.com for the most delicious cookies you've ever had. Uh, we got to get to Russian leader Vladimir yeah, Putin. Yeah, so we were talking about Ukraine. And remember how the mm-hmm. West and, and, and this administration said, look, P- Putin's isolated. You know, really? I mean, he's traveling freely and he's hanging out with folks. He's in the No, movies, he's isolated. Securing uh, friendships. And uh, anyway, so here he was hmm. meeting with the crown prince yesterday. 
Uh -huh. Oh boy, yeah, so isolated. Look at that. Glad hand in and <laughs> hanging out and all this stuff. Okay, however, I just want to run something by you with this. Joe, uh, about two seconds in, can you just pause this uh, video? About two seconds in, I want to run something by Mr. Pat Gray. Because I've been of the mindset that something's wrong with... Well, I'm not the only one. Something's, something's wrong, wrong with, with Putin. Putin. Okay, so first of all... That's I, been the rumor th This for is a, a while. bad... Hold on, hold on. Just pause. This is a pause. Okay, something's going on with his, like, um, his head looks... Like the hair or something? I mean, granted, I'm not the one to talk about mm. losing hair, but it looks like he's... There's some shaved or something. I don't know. Weird. But, okay. Oh. But the biggest issue, the biggest issue. You know how Glenn always talked about former KGB, he keeps his arm at his side because he's yeah. ready to draw his gun and all this stuff? Yes. This guy, Putin, I guess, it just seems like someone's trying too hard to keep that gun by his... Uh, that arm by his side. Like he's doing an impression of Putin. Like, mm. I don't know. I don't have any evidence that this isn't Putin. It's just weird. Play it now. Just look how he's just keeping that arm there. He's yeah. just, okay, look at All right. I mean, you know, stop. Right? Yeah. It's overkill. It's like over the top, his whole left arm at the ready thing. No? Yeah. I don't know. All right, it's Putin. I guess it's Putin. No, I, I mean, it might not be. I, don't, I wouldn't put anything past the Russians. I don't put anything One past One thing I'll them. tell you, though, is Russia is definitely chummy there, with yes. plenty of people. Look at the way they're cozying up to all of our supposed allies in the Middle East. India, man. Man, oh. it's not good. No. 888 Oh, we're going to talk to Derek Evans next about his J6 experience. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Great to have you with us. Oh, by the way. Yes. I got to interrupt. This is breaking news, man. Uh-oh. Pathead T has just chimed in and wants you to know that the uh, Kexi boxes, the Christmas boxes, yeah. sold out. Oh, crap. Well, you know what? <laughs> you just have to buy other cookies. Buy other cookies. They're all, all good. Right? Yeah, they're all delicious. Uh, Kexi.com. K-E-K-S-I.com. Uh, we've got Derek Evans joining us today, candidate for U.S. Congress in West Virginia, and a person who was involved in January 6th, the day democracy almost died. Almost. Man, it was close. <laughs> Pulled that out of the fire, didn't we? It was a scary one. It really was. You know some windows were broken? <laughs> yeah. I heard Antifa did some of that. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, Derek, welcome to The Blaze. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it. Listen, uh, before January 6th, you were a lawmaker in the state of West Virginia, right? That is correct. I'd just been elected to the state house in 2020, and I uh, was the first Republican to win my district in 98 years and won a landslide victory. Okay. Then I assume you went to the Trump rally, right? Listen to him t speak? Yep. Yeah. Okay. And then marched down to the Capitol building with everybody else? That is correct. Okay. So give us a thumbnail sketch of your day uh, from that point on. What happened? Yeah, so I found myself on the east side of the building. And as everybody who follows January 6th probably knows by now, most of the things everyone's seen on the news in terms of the 
the quote unquote violence and destruction, the worst attack on the Capitol since, you know, in, in history, everybody forgets that the Democrats bombed the Capitol in the 80s, but yeah. um, <laughs> they, they, they continually leave that, leave that part out. But mm-hmm. uh, I, was, I, was, I was on the other side of the building, so I didn't see any of those things taking place that day. And so it was, it was the most patriotic day of my life. I mean, there were a, a patriots from all over this country waving flags. There were women and children. There were veterans in wheelchairs. Uh, by and large, uh, no pun intended, a mostly peaceful protest. Um, I was outside the, the East Rotunda doors. The doors opened up from the inside. It's those big magnetic doors. We've seen the videos now mm-hmm. of the guy who goes over, tries to open the doors. Nothing happens. He points up to the camera and turns back, and the doors open up. Those are the doors I entered. Um, mm. I, walked, I walked through. Uh, open set of doors, uh, saw a police officer, went over and immediately thanked him, uh, t- told him God bless. This is all on video, so people can watch it for themselves. They don't take my word for it. He gives me a friendly fist bump, inviting me into the building. I spent less than 10 minutes inside the public rotunda area, reminding people to be peaceful and non- you know, non-destructive. Mm-hmm. Walked back out the same set of doors I entered and ultimately found myself facing 24 years in prison as the weaponized deep state came to my house, ripped me away from my wife and my four young children, and threw me in prison. Oh, my gosh. And when did that happen? How long did it take from, you know, January 6th for that to happen? Well, so um, I I had a pretty good following on social media back then uh, before they deplatformed me. I had around 70,000 followers on Facebook. I live-streamed the entire event. It didn't take long to find me because I didn't think I was doing anything wrong i thought maybe i would get like a hundred dollar ticket like most of those people who when they pound on the doors during the kavanaugh hearings and all uh-huh. those things that's what i thought would happen and so i was arrested january 8th two days after january 6th january one of the first 8th. people arrested yep. so were you would you describe what you did as parading or milling which heinous crime was it that you committed there inside? <laughs> yeah, the absolutely. I would say that the heinous crime, truly in the eyes of the government, is being a conservative who had the cur- elected yeah. Yeah. representative who had the courage to uh, to go into the middle of the swamp and speak out against the tyranny that we find ourselves living under today. And what did they what did they charge you with exactly? So because I was arrested so early, my whole even for January sixth, my situation is very unique. I was originally charged with two misdemeanors. So the FBI came to my house and, and, and raided my home and ripped, took me away from my family over two simple little misdemeanors. I was never accused Jeez. of any violence or destruction for the, for the record as well, because so, I never did those things. But right. So two misdemeanors of basically trespassing and, like you said, parading or whatever. <laughs> then they came back like a month or two later, added two more misdemeanors, because um, uh, for whatever reason, it was the same charges, just different wording. Then... They offered me a plea deal to choose your misdemeanor, and we'll drop all the other charges. Then they withdrew that plea deal, and then they hit me with a fifteen twelve obstruction official proceeding, which is a twenty year felony. Oh man! And so that's where the twenty four years comes from. It's not even a constitutional. The Supreme Court is potentially going to hear that uh, particular charge. It's all about tampering with a witness. It was hmm. created during the insider bank trading with Enron and all of that back in the two thousands. So it doesn't even pertain to January 6th, and they're, they're taking that because it's a 20-year felony and uh, slapping that on uh, peaceful, uh, nonviolent January 6th prisoners that they want to really stick it to. And that's what they're – not, it's not unique to myself at all. Right. A lot of J6s have been hit with that. So, how, yeah. long, how long did you uh, spend in jail? So, yeah, so 
throughout the whole ordeal, had an 18-month legal battle. Uh, luckily, I was home uh, with that on, on bond and pretrial detention. Yeah. Uh, and then I ended up serving three months in federal prison, and I did eight days of solitary confinement because I refused the COVID vaccine while they were holding oh. me hostage. <laughs> oh, my god! And you had a great view, I remember. Uh, I, I, I heard you with uh, Alex Cuesta. Uh, I, heard, I heard about your wonderful <clears throat> view uh, from your cell, right? What was that all about? You know, man, it's, it's God is amazing. I always, I was always taught and raised to try to find uh, the positive and the beauty in, in every situation you find yourself in, and um, and so that you really use that in that moment. And so I'm in, I'm in, I was on the third floor, uh, and once again, this is all by the grace of God, as far as I'm concerned. And I was facing west, and so out my cell, uh, which the first little bit I was in a cage, so it was really hard. I mean, you can't even stick your finger through there but if you, if you look really hard you can you can kind of look through there and um so they had a cage over top of the bars that i was i was in and so across this little walkway was like a big for lack of better words a window it was just a you know had bars and a cage and stuff over top of it as well but uh to my left i could see a a tree and a fire hydrant and um i would walk and i, I didn't know where it was it's all i could see outside other than the, than the building uh, across from me uh, but I would watch the shadows on uh, the tree and the fire hydrant, and I'd wait till they got to a very distinct spot, and I'd ask the guard, "Hey, what time is it?" And most, some of the guards wouldn't tell you, but most of the guards would. And so by the you know end of day two, beginning of day three, I could tell the time, which was a huge mental battle in, uh. in solitary confinement. You don't have any concept of time, and so getting that uh, concept of time was a huge uh, mental win for myself. We just found out last week or the week before that they've got this uh, air marshal program where they follow J6ers. And any, in fact, doesn't even have to be January 6th, but people who traveled to the D.C. region during the, during the month of January in 2020, 2021 uh, are being followed now by air marshals. Are you experiencing that? Oh, yeah. I'm on the quad S list. Oh, they've, my uh, they've, they've, they've really blessed me Jeez. with that. It's been, yeah, I get private security going through the airport. <clears throat> it's... Uh, you know, mm. and it, it's really what they do is just, it is unbelievable. You can't check in online. Um, you have to check in in person at your, like your airline's desk. And so mm-hmm. uh, I get there to check in and uh, they have to get on the phone. They spend about 15 minutes just asking, you know, silly, simple questions. Are you traveling alone? Are you checking any bags? Blah, blah, blah. And then they finally, after about 15 minutes, they print off your boarding pass. And that's four S's in the top left corner, four S's in the bottom right corner. It's the highest classification you can have and still fly on an airplane. It was meant for the international domestic terrorists, but they're using it here in America. So then you get the TSA. They come out. They pull you to the side. They they come out, and they have this piece of paper and read off this disclaimer. And it's about two minutes long, but the gist of it is once you start this process, you have to continue. Do you wish to continue? So then you go through the normal the normal stuff and uh for lack of time i'll I'll, I'll, you know sake of time i'll try to you know just get through the main points and then so then they swab your hands for explosives then they um they give you the most intense pat down you've ever had and i've been to prison so believe me i've had some intense pat downs they touch every square inch of your body inside your clothes outside everything Uh. then they you go over and stand behind some plexiglass they will these machines out and they they unpack your entire bag that you're you're traveling with they swab everything in there for explosives the inside of the bag, outside of the bag, and then you pack everything back up. You go to wait at your gate, and before you get on the airplane, they rule the machines over there, and they do the whole thing all over again. They do the pat down, take everything out of your bag. If you have a connecting Unreal. flight, if you have a connecting flight, they follow you, and then they, they go to your gate, and they, you do the whole thing all over again. But um, I had non TSA agents waiting for me in uh, Charlotte when I was I had a, had a connecting flight there. 
non-PSA agents. I guess they think I'm Jason Bourne. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> My gosh. We're speaking with uh, Derek Evans, candidate for Congress, for U.S. Congress in West Virginia. You can go to DerekEvans.com. It's two R's. DerekEvans.com. What do you ultimately want to accomplish as a, <clears throat> as a representative from West Virginia? Well, look, this is one of the reddest districts in the entire country, and I think that we deserve a true conservative representing us as someone who's going to stand on the national stage and beat the drum of freedom, not only for our district here in West Virginia, but for every single conservative across this country. Obviously, we got to secure the border and unleash American energy, which will help with inflation. But mm-hmm. the weaponization of government is something that I know all too well about, and I don't yeah. think that. Uh, it's no fault of their own, but no one in Congress understands this issue on a personal level the way that I do. So I want to bring that unique experience and everything I've went through on a, on a personal level and kind of open the eyes of some of the other uh, you know, people who I believe are, are patriots in Congress, and maybe we can get some changes made here before this starts. You know, look, they, they've already, as you mm. said, too, they've already asked for a list of every single person who, who shared and interacted with President Trump on Twitter. Yeah. So they've labeled MAGA oh, as domestic terrorists. Everybody's on a list. They're coming oh after everyone. Gosh. I'm trying to stop that from happening. Yeah. I Man, I sympathize. Uh, this must be uh, so, so frustrating for you and your family and frightening, too. Has I this... mean, you got the federal government coming down on you for going inside the rotunda. Unbelievable. Yeah, and has this devastated your family's finances after this long legal battle for 18 months, man? Oh, that's, that's their, their goal, man, is they financially sure. bankrupt everybody. So when you yeah. first get arrested... One of the first things they do is they, they collect all your bank records. You have to turn mm. over Ugh. every single checking account, savings account, all this information to them. So they see all of this. They watch it. And they, that's their goal is they financially drain you. So, yeah, wow. pretty much every J6er has been bankrupted. And furthermore, this mm. corrupt government right now, this corrupt court system, we have J6ers who have been, you know, have to give us 10 goes. They're, they're raising money just to, you know, keep from going homeless and, and to survive. And let's just, I'm just making up numbers. Let's say you raise $15,536. Well, they get the court to sentencing, and now the judge is saying, oh, we're going to fine you $15,536 in restitution. They're, they're, they're taking all the money Gosh. that American patriots across this country have raised for these families. It's not even Grotesque. for the defendants, really. It's more for the families. It's despicable. It's un-American. It is. It's unconstitutional, and yet they continue to do it. Derek, good luck in your effort. I, I guess there's a better website. It's Evans for West Virginia, Evans4WV.com. Is that right? Yeah, yeah that would be the one, Evans4WV.com. Okay. Look, we've got over 4,000 patriots across this country mm-hmm. who have contributed to our campaign. We're truly blessed and honored by that. We're, uh, we're polling at 45% right now against the six-year uh, Rhino. It's the closest race in the entire country for someone challenging an incumbent in the primary. We'd love to have anybody support if they're willing to do so. And if not, at least add us to your prayers. This is a, a spiritual yeah. battle of good versus evil. So thank you. Really feel for your struggle. Um, appreciate what you're doing. Thanks a lot, Derek. Good luck. Uh, it, d- unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not America anymore, man. Unbelievable. But course we talk about that every day uh but when you're talking to somebody who's actually going through it yeah magnifies it doesn't it yeah evans for wvs.com all right guys if you're tired of wasting your money on uh, testosterone booster products that don't work i don't i don't blame you but that's why our sponsor nugenics total t lets you try before you buy get a complimentary sample when you text 231-231 enter the keyword unleashed so text 231231, keyword unleashed, and they're going to send you uh, one of these. Just really awesome. Uh, 
testosterone, of course, is really the man hormone. It's the source of our fire, our energy, our drive. Uh, but Nugenics Total Tea boosts free and total testosterone levels to help you feel better uh, at, at work, in the gym, wherever. There's nothing like Nugenics Total Tea. Nothing is better. Nugenics Total Tea Testosterone Booster with Testofen will help you turn back the clock. It'll re-energize your life. But don't take my word for it. Go ahead and try it for free before you buy it. If it works, keep using it. If not, keep the sample. You got nothing to lose. But you could gain a lot of energy, a lot of muscle mass, drive, more passion. Get your complimentary sample when you text 231231 and enter the keyword unleashed. Nugenics Total Tea with the man-boosting key ingredient testophen clinically shown uh, to boost free testosterone levels in men. It's the number one doctor-recommended brand and the number one selling testosterone-boosting brand at GNC and Walmart. If you're not totally satisfied, Nugenics will refund 100% of your purchase price, plus shipping and processing. So get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. When you text 231231, enter the keyword UNLEASHED. You text right now. You'll also get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, which is their newest and most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you lose weight fast and get lean fast. Absolutely free. Text 231231, enter the keyword UNLEASHED. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Okay, meanwhile, back in the United States, as if that country still exists, (laughs) there was a really interesting piece on CNN about President Joe Biden's relationship with his son's business partners. Oh, what? Yeah, here's just a little bit of that. Take a look. Despite his denials, a CNN review of the laptop data, as well as other public material, shows that Joe Biden did interact with some of his son's associates while serving as vice president. What? Though it's unclear exactly what was discussed. One example, the Republican site, Miguel Aleman Magnani, a Mexican businessman and son of the former president who Hunter was trying to woo. Uh-huh. In 2014, Aleman Magnani and his dad were photographed at the White House with then-Vice President Biden. In a later email, Hunter Biden reminds Alemani Magnani of the favors he's done for him. We have been talking about business deals and partnerships for seven years. I have brought every single person you have ever asked me to bring to the effing White House and the vice president's house and the inauguration. Hunter Biden bluntly acknowledged the power of the Biden name in a memoir, writing that the Ukrainian energy company Burisma, which put him on its board, considered my last name gold. I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that uh, that if my last name wasn't Biden. Oh, I'm sure of that. I, I think we're all sure of that. But remember, look, fat, look. Yeah. I haven't done anything. Yeah, nobody said, said it. Nobody's even said he did anything. Nobody's said it. <laughs> but look, it, can you believe that right-wing media source, CNN? That's amazing. He is the smartest man I know. I mean, in terms of pure intellectual capacity. Sure. Have you met another person? <laughs> Another man? Uh, Apparently not. Apparently not. That's great. From, I didn't talk about his business. We never discussed it. Never met with his business partners. Don't know anything. I don't even know what he does. Does he have a job? I (laughs) don't even know. (laughs) Answer no. (laughs) (laughs) To this, where he's meeting with the close business associates. I'm, I'm sure they're just talking about the weather, though. 
you know oh yeah here's uh, just the weather here's here's the the white house china as, as yeah. you're visiting yeah not china as in the country no, but china no, well, as in dishware right tableware <laughs> unreal no if, if i were talking about the country i'd say china's white house okay not the white house china <laughs> also yesterday uh joe gave a speech about how mean republicans and speaker mike johnson are yeah, since you know he doesn't want to send any more money to ukraine what a jerk until our southern border is secure how dare right? he put a u.s interest above ukraine <laughs> how dare you <laughs> and at the end of the speech he was asked about his possible connection to hunter biden's business dealings oh no uh, there's polling by the associated press that shows that Look almost 70 percent of americans including 40 percent of democrats believe that you acted either illegally or unethically in look regards to your family's business yeah, look at you explain to the so Americans uh, to Americans admit this impeachment inquiry why you interacted with so many of your son and brother's foreign business associates I'm not going to comment that I did not and I it's did just not. a bunch of lies oh, okay. uh, there are lies associates? lies I did not there are lies that's strange. Wow, that's not even a convincing lie about no. lies. No, and he's he's staring at the teleprompter, hoping mm-hmm. a magical answer will come yep. up on the screen. And None then, does. Then when he realizes, oh no, wait, I asked this guy. I don't. They don't know what he's gonna ask. I guess. Mm-hmm. So now he's looking at the reporter with that dumb, Ooh, the death stare, mouth agape look. <laughs> look, Pat, look. Oh, wow. So incredible. Yeah. So that was a uh, good question, though. Thank I, you for asking. Finally, it. right. Who did it? Who was that? Do we uh, know? I don't know. We need to find out because that's that's know. bold. That never happens. That's what that you never get for happens. Taking questions. And you'll notice that is I'm out of here after that question. Yeah. Time to time to go. Uh, also, as he approached the door, yeah, right after that, he was asked about facing Donald Trump in 2024. Okay. Do you think there is any Democrat who could defeat Donald Trump other than you? Uh, oh, probably 50. You do believe that there are? Probably 50. I'm not the only one to beat him, but I will defeat him. Who else do you think could defeat Donald Trump as president? I'm going to close the door now. <laughs> not listen to any. I can't hear 50 you. 50 of them. I can't hear you. Give hmm. us a name. Then why did you say that? If Donald Trump wasn't running, you're not sure you would be. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. That's weird. Yep. That's weird. Now, all of a sudden, 50 different Democrats can defeat him. But he doesn't want him on the ballot. Alongside uh, right. him. No, no. He, he doesn't, doesn't want no. RFK. He doesn't want... No. Dean Phillips? No. Got Dean Phillips is running. Yeah. Dean Phillips has been interesting. Uh, he's a Democrat who could beat Donald Trump. I mean, he thinks he right, is. Right? Well, well I mean, Biden said 50 Democrats could. And he, I guess he's one maybe, of the 50. Maybe this is one. <laughs> but he had a message to Joe. Uh-huh. Um, this is interesting. Because the Democrats are keeping him off the ballot in places like Florida and New Hampshire. And so he had a little message here. Uh-huh. He said that, you know, voters here are disenfranchised by the whole, um, you know, calendar that we saw play out with the DNC. I mean, <laughs> given all of that and given what you've said about the president, do you, do you think that the president is a threat to democracy? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Because if he wasn't, he would say something about what happened in Florida last week. And if he wasn't, he would do something about what happened in New Hampshire. How can you be the president of the United States condemning the former president, who is clearly a dangerous man, and do what he did in New Hampshire and allow what's happening in Florida? How? How? I mean, I I don't quite understand. 
Hmm. And, it, and, and maybe I'm wrong, but I've not heard a single word from the President of the United States about the Democratic Party of Florida Executive Committee deciding mm -hmm. that he was the winner of an election that didn't even happen. Hmm. If anybody sees it differently, please let me know. I don't see it any different way. I think it's reprehensible. Yes. And I am really concerned about him. As well you should yeah. be. So am I. Yeah. Oh, some oh. clap! Oh, there's like two people clapped there in the living room. Huh? Can we talk about that setting? Uh, I mean, good luck to Dean Phillips and his grassroots campaign. <laughs> but are we holding rallies in the uh -huh. den? Uh, let's see. There's like eight people there. Boy, they're stoic too. That's great. Look at that! You can even see on the left. You can see the the little banister going upstairs. No, or it's something. a happy gathering, isn't it? Look at them! <laughs> Look at the fun they're having. It's written all over uh, well, the faces, first of all, including Dean. Right, by the, the way. fun. The fun is is. For sure, <laughs> happening. It looks like an HOA yeah. meeting. But it just does ended. look like an HOA meeting. It just yes, it does. They're upset about the voting. That All right, just look. Happened. Before we go, okay. Before we get wow. out of here, let's talk about the garbage cans at uh, three fourteen yep. Elm. Uh, and the grass being too long. Somebody's like grass it. is too long, and I'm pissed at this president. <laughs> by the way, by the way, did you also note that uh, one of the mailboxes on? Um, <laughs> Milligan Street oh. is four inches above HOA oh, no. code. Mm, no. Four inches too tall. That can't stand. It can't stand. It can't. Dean Phillips, 2024, <laughs> HOA. So great. I, I will. I will. I'll fix his neighborhood. So help me. Good for him though for speaking out against the president. Yes, Democrats sir. just don't do that. They really don't. There's. It's happened like three times. Well, three different people maybe. <laughs> you can count them on one hand. You literally can. You got Dean <laughs> Phillips. Yeah. You got your Joe Manchin, who's spoken a couple of times. And you got your Kristen Cinema. That's about it. Can you name another one who's uh, ever said anything critical of uh, RFK till he okay. was forced oh, to go independent? Okay. Anybody not running against him? Oh, anybody not running against him? Yeah. I mean, that disqualifies Dean That Phillips, does. Right? So there's two. So we're down to two? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. You know what? Uh, the squad... When, when they're upset that there's not enough anti-Semitism sure. coming from the White House. By the way, don't forget tomorrow, we're going to get into MKUltra. Not a conspiracy theory. It is fact, and we'll tell you about it tomorrow, right here. God save the Queen, man. This is Pat Gray, Unleashed.